Good day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Pixel Imperfect Podcast. This is the seventh episode. I'm here with my lovely co-host, Sean. Woo! My lovely co-host, Sean. Woo! <laughs> Say something. I am. Have you... Have I muted myself? Yeah, I think you muted... <laughs> Uh, I'm, I am here. Again. Can you hear me? Let's, let's try that. Yeah, I can. I can. Oh, it, di- it didn't pick up me going, woo! Oh, did you do that? Okay, let's try that again. Okay. <laughs> Good day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Pixel Imperfect Podcast. I am here with my lovely co-host, Sean. Hey, ladies. <laughs> which we can hear loud and clearly. Um, and today, Sean mostly proposed we talk a bit about the future. Not just the future in general, but mostly the future of pixel art, obviously. And yeah, I mean, let's roll into it because that yeah. is a very interesting topic. It's, it's a broad topic as well. It's a, Most of the topics we've covered were fairly broad so far. I mean, yeah, it's true. But it's, it's, it's got a lot of points. So this is one of the ones that we could definitely yeah. revisit. Especially since oh, yeah. we're, we're going into the future where we're going to Yeah, I was about to it. say, we can revisit it into the future and not only make new like comments on what we think is going to happen in the future, but also reflect upon were we right or how most likely horribly wrong we were <laughs> man i uh oh man what do i what do i think the future is going to hold for pixel art well i'm going to i'm going to start this off by saying my dad he thinks that pixel art is going to die off and that it's going to it's going to leave and there's not going to be any more pixel art stuff at some point in the future and i just want to say he is incorrect i don't I think yeah. that will be the case i don't think it either i did write this down in my notes as well as like chance of falling into obscurity right <laughs> yeah i uh, i don't think it's going to happen yeah i want i want to discuss this point i mean what w- what would be required for pixel art to fall into obscurity the thing I think would be the most likely scenario for falling into security is um, pixel art sticks to being mostly what it is now, which is a form of nostalgia a lot of times, a form of that, that it, basically it's staying very attached to those old games, like where pixel art originated from. And if it sticks to that, eventually nostalgia runs out and if pixel art is then still almost exclusively attached to that, then it would pixel art would also die out with the nostalgia for those games, right? Yeah, that that kind of thing. So once the generation that's experienced the pixel art and gets the nostalgia from it, uh, once yeah. once they're all gone, you've got people left that don't really know the classics, so you can't use the nostalgia yeah. for them. I mean, it would last a little longer because even younger generations still like go back to it like the like the original doom and stuff like that are still i wouldn't say popular but they're still played by people of, i i've played the original doom <laughs> i certainly wasn't alive when that was like mm-hmm. are the original sonic on. or marios i mean uh the sega is constantly pushing um pushing the classic era of Sonic back to their yeah. forefront. Um, right. Especially with the release of their... Well, I don't think it's released yet, but they're they're bringing out basically... Another... Re- yeah. Redoing the classics again. Yeah. I saw, I saw something about that, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, but that would... I think the specific requirement would be it sticks to just being this art form that is attached to old video games, which it already isn't, right? Yeah. I mean, for a large part, it is, but there is also a plethora of pixel artists that are just doing their own thing. Me. I don't... I lend some... I sometimes lend from older art styles, but not a lot. (laughs) Yeah. I think... I think modern pixel artists, in order to keep pixel art alive, are going to have to push new creative things um and that will sort of 
I don't think there's ever going to be a moment where new life is breathed into pixel art, but it's it's going to be one of these things that's always there now that it kind of exists because people yeah. are going to transform it. That's my view. Yeah, it's gonna it's like I I that's kind of a point I wanted to bring up later, but it, it's I mentioned the nostalgia thing already. Like if it stays a nostalgia thing, it's funny to think it's like currently we're still making there's still a lot of video games being made and general forms of media being made surrounding pixel art. So funnily enough, what probably will end up happening instead actually is the sense of nostalgia will not will not die out but shift towards the like from the older games to the pixel art games we are seeing now. Like yeah, new, later you will games. start seeing tributes to like, I don't know, Binding of Isaac Enter art the or gungeon. something. Enter the Gungeon. Uh, Celeste, like we see, like games paying homage to those rather than the games that came before that. So one thing we might also see is this is shift in nostalgia rather than just it dying out or whatever. Uh, I, I am. I'm just gonna <laughs> pause podcast. Yes. Okay. All right. Play podcast. Sorted into Gryffindor. <laughs> Sorry. All right. What were we talking about uh, again? I don't know. The modern, future. modern, modern classics. Modern, modern classics. Yeah, that's a t- that's a term yeah. that people use. Yeah, no, it, it makes sense. I mean, yeah, what's stuff like the Binding of Isaac is a modern classic. I would dare say it is. Mm. It's Honestly, yeah. What one one yeah, of these I'm, games that uh, you're you're gonna look look back on and there is going to be a knowledge of it there's gonna be it's gonna have influenced future games i think oh yeah it has for sure like the mm-hmm. binding of isaac is like i don't want to say the roguelike of course not because that would be rogue the original <laughs> no the original mm-hmm. roguelike of course um but it it, it has all, certainly left its imprint already because it's so like it is one of the most popular ones, mm-hmm. undoubtedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, one of one of my favorite uh, <laughs> one of my favorite games that uses pixel art, um, Risk of Rain, the original one. That one, right. that, that one as well. It was, oh, it's, it's, it's not one of these things that I don't think will be looked back upon nearly as much as the sequel to it but that sequel got came around because the original one was created and because this original one was created it ended up developing into the sequel risk of rain 2 and that is absolutely massive and it's gonna it's gonna go and influence a load of stuff so it all yeah right all comes back down from that from that original game i mean that's a lot of games right a lot of franchises they started with pixel art and they've kind of developed into that for various reasons most of them were just because pixel art was the only thing they really had at the time but binding of isaac that one went backwards it went from the sort of (laughs) hd looking ones then it went to pixel art i mean hd is a bit (laughs) okay yeah not hd not (laughs) a bit of an exaggeration but very a very flash game aesthetic i would say Yeah, so, um, so I w- one other thing that I wanted to talk about, other than the video games and how that's going to keep pixel art alive, is other medias in which pixel art can be used. Because obviously pixel art is yeah. this visual thing. It's an art form that's visual. You look at it and it's nice to look at. Um, yeah. And there's no real other way to experience pixel art because by its nature it is a visual form. But there are other instances than video games that it could mm-hmm. influence. Um, for example, I finally started. I I finally oh, you're, just recently you're started. Um, <laughs> progress, I think, is the correct word. I've just recently started making progress on my YouTube series that I'm gonna make. Fantastic. Keep me updated, yo. I want to know when stuff for that comes out. I absolutely will. I'll I'll share some sprites and things at some point. Just show you. Boom, this is it. So, boom. Boom. Yeah. There's put you for you. No, no, don't I bring that up again. No. I haven't. I haven't. I, I got to be honest, guys. I haven't seen. I really haven't seen 
anything. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little, a little disappointed. <laughs> Our challenge failed. SMH? <laughs> no, just kidding. Challenge failed. Um, we'll get him next time. Yeah, it, it being used more in other media, so for animation, just in general, not pertaining to video games specifically, it kind of kind of talks about thing I want to touch on is pixel art becoming a more standalone art form in general, mm-hmm. which kind of links into the whole you know not just being a nostalgia thing. I mean, if you wanna if you wanna really go back, you've got, and I hope I remember the words correctly when I'm discussing this. Um, you've you've got way back in like ancient times, you would have images made up of lots of different squares, um, and it would be like tiles, and I can't remember what it's called. Mosaics. Mosaic. That's it. So you know, yeah. if if we count mosaics, pixel art's always been a thing. Uh, yeah, I I guess yeah. <laughs> this was something for episode. What was it? Like three, where we discussed. <laughs> what counts what as pixel, pixel art? Is. <laughs> yeah, oh god! Yeah, uh, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Mosaics are kind of pixel art. Granted that they are locked into a grid because they tend to also have more liberal, mm. like wavy patterns to them. Yeah, true. But I mean, I've, yeah, yeah. I've, I I went on holiday to Greece years and years back, and we'd we'd always see all of the mosaics, Greece and Cyprus, that sort of area. We we went on holiday to. Those areas way way back when I was younger, and we'd we'd always look at all of the mo- the mosaics that they'd have dug up and things that they'd found and restored, and it's really cool to see that something which we are doing and we think is a really modern thing just because it's pixels on a screen. <laughs> Throwback to the to the channel trailer. Um, <laughs> wow, I sounded so dead when I said that. I need to like liven up my voice. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, throwback, throwback. Yeah, Ooh. I need to, I need to liven up. I need to get that energy you- shot. I need to get that energy. YouTuber energy. You know, where it's like <laughs> YouTube, YouTuber. What's energy. up, guys? Here with another. <laughs> yeah, I need to get that YouTuber Mark. energy when I'm talking about these mosaics. So get your content creator energy on, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I'm a content creator. Not enough clickbait. <laughs> I actually, uh, I, I received my first compliment from my YouTube channel. Not. Not the the pixel and perfect one, but my actual YouTube channel, which I only have two videos right. on. Um, I received my first compliment for that. They're like, "Whoa, your videos are so high quality," and it gave me a warm, fuzzy feeling inside because I spent so much <laughs> so much time on those. It felt so nice. That's the rush we're going for. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, people absolutely. saying, "Ah, stop." <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't oh, sound shit. that oh, Scottish. Oh, hold on, podcast pause. I unplugged my headphone. Ah. <laughs> I'm back. Hello. The Fitness Grams Pacer Test is a multi-stage. Oh no! So <laughs> stop. Right, okay, podcast, podcast go. I oh, <laughs> swore there because I was stressed out because I plugged out my headphones. Technical difficulties. We're have to cut we'll that get one over out. It. We'll get over it. Yeah. Where were we at? Um, uh, I don't know. I think you were making fun of my voice. <laughs> For sounding Scottish. No, I wasn't. I, I was just. I was just ro- rolling my R's. I'm pretty sure because I'm funny. <laughs> I don't know. Go on, say that with more enthusiasm. You're funny. I'm funny. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Man, I've just noticed that my microphone is peaking so much. I hope my editing. Oh God, yeah. I hope I, my editing works well. <laughs> oh, mine is peeking here and there as well. Yeah, you're gonna have to adjust some things. Just blow out my microphone all the time. Yeah, no, that's not a good idea. Okay, <laughs> so we've 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 yeah. discussed kind of the things that we think the future holds for pixel I, art. I have some other things I want to talk about. It's like okay, this is a repeat. I've mentioned this multiple times. I really want to see. It's like okay, I don't know if bigger budget. I know bigger budget doesn't equal better necessarily uh-huh. but i'm still interested to see what a more than an indie company is like budget basically could be able to do for a pixel art game or any mm-hmm. art medium for that matter we didn't really touch on many art mediums besides because a lot a lot of pixel art is currently also just standalone art a lot of it is game dev but oh, there's yeah. also quite uh-huh. a bit just standalone artists that are just making pieces 
hello one thing it's me one thing that we haven't uh mentioned that art kind of the pixel art is very common in is fan art there's a lot of pixel art fan art mm -hmm. yeah well, those are good i like pixel art fan art sometimes mm -hmm. i made pixel art fan art of some of my favorite games yeah 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 that's what fan art is yeah yeah that's what i do i'm making art but yeah no so it's Definitely moving more into, again, standalone, just art form where people just make art and post it online or wherever. Um, but yeah, no, I'm interested to see what bigger budgets, bigger titles could do for pixel art. As in, I don't, again, not saying bigger is better, but I'm interested. Let's we'll see what they could achieve. Yes, yes. Me too. I'm not sure where that would Go probably with a video game like you could spend more time on. I mean, something or other. I'm not sure. I, see I just it, want to see it. I see it going kind of spotlight, kind of two ways. So if it if it got big and it really succeeded and it did well, I could see other companies being like, okay, that worked. It's 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 got its own unique style. Let's just copy that and we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll get in basically free views because we've copied that style. The that's bane of popularity. That, that's how so many things go. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. You've got so many just copies and reprints and different takes yeah. on the specific thing just because something went popular for example a youtuber that i think is quite funny daniel thrasher i think his name is um, yeah yeah i know does some really really good comedy skits about music and that kind of thing and i've noticed uh when i've been playing a, a game and i've get i get mobile adverts man the bane of everyone's existence mobile adverts oh yeah God. You have people that are kind of copying his mannerisms, copying the way he speaks, copying the way his videos are cut and laid out. You've always got copies of even smaller things like the way his, he speaks his accents just to try and hit that algorithm where people, mm. where people like this because they've noticed a pattern and they want to cash out on it. I mean, yeah, that's, that's how it goes. <laughs> As, again, that's just what popularity entails. It sucks, but well, but there's there is there is a silver lining. So continuing along that that line of thought, that there's going to be copies. If there are copies of that sort of style of a pixel art um, medium that that's really high budget and that kind of thing, it will push that medium more towards the forefront of people's minds it will it will become its yeah. own style like how anime became very popular in the early uh oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know when anime became Time popular period. i'm not an anime person. anime <laughs> just i think name dropping anime is enough there it's like yeah. oh yeah yeah anime anime became a, a popular thing um people do anime style art and they do anime this and anime mm -hmm. that so yeah yeah yeah, that's good. And my second point um, that it could go down is that it becomes really big and it succeeds. Um, if it does this, then the second way that it could go is that it could, I guess, run it into the ground sort of thing where it succeeds and that one example is a shining star and it's brilliant. But then people start to hold on to that nostalgia of that success. They don't do anything with it. And it kind of dies down and becomes right. smaller communities. Like how pixel art yeah. has, already, has already become. Where it's you've got these shining examples. Um, but things aren't really pushing forward the way that people would want it to. Yeah. So, if, if so it's currently already happening... I'd say that's kind of in the situation. That's kind of the situation that we're in. We've we've had pixel art's golden age, which would be the the classic era, I guess. Um, where right, yeah, the very classic era. Mm -hmm, where you've got all of the classic games where pixel art. It had to be pixel art. You couldn't have uh, HD stuff because we didn't have the technology at the time. Um, and that is the very foundation that pixel art is built upon. Now that we have the yeah. choice, now that we have the resources to make it better, to make it its own unique thing, there's not a huge push to do that. 
as oh. I'm seeing a push for example VR is is getting quite a big push because it's a really yeah, but modern I, technology. I, I dare disagree because it's yeah. it's I mean it's first of all it's just it's already changed like in the way it's used as in it was a necessity first and now it's a mostly just a very much a tool for indie games as in I'm not saying pixel arts easy overall but it is more easy to get into and easy to make a game upon mm -hmm. but also like i see it being pushed though like yeah you have the ones that are still more restrictive and might look a lot more like original games but there's also quite a few that are pushing it to to new heights and trying to use it in different ways i'd say like games like what it's like skull that has like highly highly detailed stuff mm -hmm. just taking you take on it's like kind of pushing it's like how detailed can we make the pixel art without losing that pixel art feel it still feels yeah. like pixel art but oh my god those sprites are so detailed <laughs> mm -hmm. and you have i guess um dead cells as well it's sort of new, cells, new innovation yeah. for the pixel art yeah um, we're trying a new the means to yeah 3d thing with the overlay yeah Exactly, it's like a new way to approach it, and even the ones that are like kind of more like smaller, like Celeste, I would also say is an example of it because yes, it's strictly pixel art and it is like on a resolution that you could say is like more akin, could be more akin to some of the older games. The way in which it uses it and the skill and uh, like and the like how beautiful it is, I don't, I don't see it. like the older games look good. But my goodness, Celeste is beautiful. It is very like, good looking. Remember game. the stretching and squeezing. That's of all the, pixel the perfect. Right? That all is pixel perfect. I don't see that in older games. That is innovation. That is new stuff. That is pixel art being pushed. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I kind of see because there is others that are just kind of maybe stuck in older. As in stuck. I wouldn't want to say stuck because that's kind of slightly derogatory, but. We're still trying to emulate older styles, but that's just homages. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that could die out at a certain point, but I I say it's still being pushed in some ways as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's if if I was to do stuff far into the future, I'd want to push a more unique style. That would be my kind of thing that I'd want to do for yeah. for Pixel Art. Because I um a lot of the art that I make, I have taken inspiration from digital artists that don't make pixel art or real photographs and things like that. I, I don't very often look at other pixel art as references for when I'm yeah, making right. the stuff. Maybe I'll look at one or two just to see how it's been done in the past, but I, when mm -hmm. I'm finding references for specific things, it's always real references or already... Um, HD sort of references. Right, yeah, I know. I get that. I I mean, yeah, that's a new style thing. I don't know. I'm still learning a lot, so I do look at pixel art sometimes to <laughs> kind of see what styles are. Oh, yeah, there's people nothing are wrong using with that. And all that. Yeah, I know. I mean, and even on already existing styles, you could <laughs> vary a lot still and push that still, so it's not that that's completely useless mm -hmm. it's like yeah no I, it's still being pushed and you want to push it there you're you'll, you'll be one of the pioneers buddy Whoa. come on i mean I, I i started up I, I i helped start a podcast with pixel art i'm trying to make a series yeah, of go. pixel art i'm gonna let's go i'm gonna i'm gonna push i'm gonna push it's the one it's my one freedom in life i gotta i gotta push push yeah. Yeah. The pixel oh, art okay. baby's almost here. Push. <laughs> no, buddy. <laughs> okay. Moving on. There was a different um, topic. I think we may have mentioned this before. I don't know if we talked about it a lot, but one more possibility for the future. Uh, this is a general art thing. So I think it's like I'll mention it in general first, but then I also want to talk about it in terms of pixel art specifically. Go for it. AI generated art. Oh boy! Up and coming. Where where do I begin with this? This actually is um kind of connected to something else that I'll bring up that I'll bring up later. Um, okay. If I remember, 
<laughs> my brain doesn't function a lot, as you probably <laughs> saw last, have last episode. Just uh, write down a couple sentences yeah, AI, that, to remind me. AI-generated art. Where do I begin with this? It's an interesting topic. So, yeah. in, in a broad, okay. in a broad sort of area, mm-hmm. I don't like it in a like a broad sense. AI-generated yeah, art. Right. It can have purpose. For example, it depends on what type of AI-generated art, because you can have AI-controlled yeah, yeah. animation and things like that make things look uh, nice yeah. like that. But if you're referring okay. to AI control yeah. AI created art, I assume you're referring to the art pieces which have like taken a fully l- large group of, sort yeah. of examples and then made one. Like uh, you have Wombo AI or something or that's like a mobile app you can use. I you just Wombo. give it a prompt. I love Wombo. <laughs> yeah, My you, you give it a prompt Wombo. and then it just spits out some art, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We can talk about the other ones as well because I think or there's some other AI type art that is interesting to think about. AI, Something like Wombo. Do I still have it on my phone? I've still got it on my phone. I have me singing Numa Numa at least three times. I oh, know yeah. that it's Wombo I know that it's actually art. called Dragostia Diadente, but I I just call it Numa Numa because that's what I've always called it. Sure. Oh, that's interesting. So Wombo has a a new uh, category. I don't know how long it's been here, but it's called Ghibli. <laughs> Ghibli, as in like the anime style. Ghibli Studio, I yeah. assume, like the anime studio. That's interesting. Whoa. So that is that is okay. That is simultaneously interesting, but also dubious. Dubious. Because, like, oh, I hate kind of dubious. Why? <laughs> dubious. I don't, I'm trolling. It's like kind of gets into the same thing as it's just like kind of because that's trained on ghibli movies then assumedly that ai mm. and then it's replicating or trying to create art from that which brings up a legal uh, or not legal i don't know if necessarily legal but certainly like an interesting morally ambiguous thing it's like is that fully okay well, I mean, there's there's been a lot of people that have kind of copied that sort of, like, been inspired, not yeah, necessarily copied right. or plagiarized, but, like, they've been inspired yeah, by no, the no, style no. that is Ghibli Studios. Yeah. So, no, but, okay. So, uh, I do have to say, currently, it's impressive what some of that AI art can do. I didn't want to establish that before continuing. It's impressive what some of it can do. It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> At the moment. It has a lot of... F- flaws a lot as in uh, the best wombo can do is surrealist interpretations of its data set basically yeah i mean there's there's a lot that ai can do but there's a lot that it just can't Uh, yeah which brings me to kind of accurate humanoid no (laughs) (laughs) or any accurate creature for that matter is generally like it has something or other that's Unless it's like there's those ones that are specifically trained on millions upon millions of humans' faces, mm-hmm. but even those often, like after looking at them for more than a few seconds, you start to notice like discrepancies. Like the mm-hmm. the tiny tells our brain pick up on of oh something Uncanny is wrong. Uncanny Valley. Here. Yeah. Yeah, it brings me to sort of why I don't like AI generated art is that. Humans have thought. Humans think about things and they ponder over things and they're influenced by absolutely everything that surrounds them. If a human makes art, we spend time thinking about the art piece itself, what we're going to make, the inspirations behind it, we'll we'll get plenty of references, we'll have our own unique ideas because we've lived our own lives to experience these, to experience so many other things which will influence what we end up creating we've got so much stuff going on in our head we have millions and millions of things happening in our head all at once so when we sit down and we make art we're collating everything that is in our noggin we're collating it all into an idea and we have this idea that's unique to us an idea that's unique to each individual person when you make art you're saying this is a unique idea 
from me unless of course you're copying and tracing but even then you've had that you've gone and gotten that idea an ai can only copy what it's been given it can only copy the data and create yeah. something based on the input that it's given it's so basically you're saying the difference will always be context exactly the thought behind it it can it can perfectly create perhaps new art even after all that might be as good as human, but it will never be with the same type of context that a human can produce. Exactly. Uh, a robot isn't going to think, uh, I'm feeling really down right now. I'm going to make some art that reflects that. I mean, instead, it's going to maybe take a whole bunch of uh, paintings that um, artists that have been down have seen and it will create an art that is similar to that yeah and it's not going to and feel also, that emotion like, even even that it's like okay it's not going to feel that emotion but you could still see it as like that could still be seen as like oh it's still drawing inspiration from the context of being down or so context of that mm -hmm. but then specific pieces the actual context usually has such specificity as to why they were feeling that emotion at that period in time mm -hmm. the accumulation of that there's no way you can get a big enough data set for any of those hyper specific scenarios that each and every single artist has been in that drove them to that specific piece of art Mm -hmm. or type of art so yeah yeah it, uh, it's um oh uh, it's a point that i was actually i had a bit of an argument uh about it a wee while ago about what i consider art to be and what art actually is and to me art right. is it's like it's an emotional communication it's a way of mm -hmm. displaying what you feel or what you want to show the world um i've forgotten the exact wording that i used um but it was it's all sort of emotionally driven art without emotion has no power and that is exactly what ai created art is and that's why i don't consider ai created art as actually art right mm. i would say the Funny thing is, I would say the art it creates, not art. The AI itself, I would find that interestingly enough to be more artistic than the actual thing it, it makes. <laughs> because the AI has been created by humans and it's this accumulation of data and whatever and feelings that it's kind of drawing upon that have been designed with this purpose. I would consider the AI more art, like more as a thing of art than the, the what the AI is making. <laughs> it's just a funny proposition. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I'm, I am really gonna have to try and find this quote because I'm getting worked. I'm getting worked up over this. Where did I? What did I <laughs> write? Because it, it, initially I was talking about is story writing an art form, and I'd say yes because it. it of several, oh, yeah. several reasons Every, everything that's just an expression of like art form even beyond traditional things of storytelling or i mean anything that tells a story basically mm -hmm. already <laughs> which is art which is visual art like paintings or pixel art or digital art or whatever movies all that story writing absolutely art mm -hmm. definitely but also comes in, I feel it comes in weirder shapes, as in I just proposed that the AI they made to make art in itself can be seen as more of an art piece than what it is generating. Though an AI is not what you traditionally would consider a piece of art. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there, I, found, I finally found the, uh, the word, um, or the wording that I... Uh, that I used, I'd, I'd said that yeah. art, um, art is a medium for expression. It's a way. Yeah. To, uh, if you're expressing yourself, that's art. I'd say that. Yeah. Anything that's an expression of self, right? So bringing that back to pixel art, then. Yeah. No, I wanted to say. Okay, so we've kind of talked about AI-generated art in a more general sense. <laughs> um. I, I, I think overall the, the conversation will mostly be the same for pixel art. 
But there was one funny consideration I wanted to propose. Yeah. What do you think? Like, it hasn't really been tried on pixel art yet. But would you think AI generated art will be easier or harder to do with pixel art? Ooh, that's a good question. It's uh... like, what would it, given the same amount of time and resources type deal, Ooh. maybe, what would an AI figure out first, normal art or pixel art? Because it's quote unquote easier because there's like pixel art, but the restrictiveness might, you know, give it some hardships. I mean, there is already sort of AI generated pixel art to an extent. In it, what it's not. Way? It's not in the way that it's all neural network, learn deep learning, that kind of. I, I haven't seen that yet. It might exist, but I haven't seen it. Um, but there's a lot of randomly generated pixel art which uses um yeah algorithms those are things. yeah algorithms yeah and to that that's <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't consider that to be ai generated art at that point no that's not the talk we're talking about because that's just taking you have the set pieces mm -hmm. that you're just grabbing permutations of but and then throwing them together what i'm what i'm what i am saying is that making art that looks nice is easier on a randomly generated pixel art maker than a randomly generated art maker right so you'd have a template and then you'd put the art over it and you'd randomly generate it that's uh i mean you can do that with pickrows i think is the correct term which was actually yeah. the thing that i wanted to move on to and talk about a little bit um but the uh in pixel art it usually looks nicer if you can get it right in pixel art than if you can get it in regular yeah. art it usually looks yeah. ends up looking nicer in pixel art so because i think of the limitations an ai generated thing would have end up just having a higher chance of looking nicer <laughs> it's more a probability thing at that point <laughs> right the restrictiveness might give a difficulty in some regards, but if it, ultimately there's less possibilities overall. <laughs> yeah, and there's yeah, I, there's probably just like a lot more subtleties and uh, and and details in more broader general art forms that you just don't have in pixel art because the whole point is that it's so restrictive although in pixel art there's a lot of patterns that ais can oh yeah can easily pick up for example hands and Different. feet can be can be shown by like four six right. pixels a hand in oh, pixel yeah, that... art is just like the four pixel square uh so yeah, it can, it can pick up things like that as well and dithering as is... well that's a very common yeah. pattern yeah, it's like usually very similar type of thing you do for differing. So it could, it, I think, yeah, AI could probably re pretty easily figure out differing if you just give it enough like examples, images that examples that do it, and then you could. I guess like that. That is the more that is that type of AI generated art. There was also the thing of again, this mostly just applies to more general art, which is um, what is it? There is also the thing of interpolation. Yes. Uh, for animations, there's animate mm. animation interpolation. Well, I remember watching a video of that on a guy who was not happy <laughs> with that concept. I know, I know exactly the video that you watched. Yeah. Because uh, a very, very, very famous animator, um, like one of the best, best animators out there. He guest animates on a bunch of stuff. I can't remember his name now. Oh, this is awful. I can't remember his name. He commented about his disliking for AI interpolation on one of this guy's videos. And then uh, people started arguing with this animator, like one of the best animators. Um, he's the People in the comments started arguing with him, being like, no, no, it's the future, it's so good, uh, yeah, look at this, it's so much smoother. And he went off as not about that, because uh, it was like, you realize who this man is, right? <laughs> it's like, you are yeah. arguing with one of the best. I think they know a little bit more than you do, pal. Oh, yeah. It's like, the whole problem with AI-generated art is that it it doesn't know anything about actual, like, well, rules, quote-unquote, rules of animation, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what actually makes something look good, and it just 
tosses all of that out of the out of the window and does its own thing based on whatever data set it has. Mm-hmm. Uh, was was the was the channel by any chance Noodle? I think it was Noodle. Was the could anime? Was be. The, let me let me was, take was a quick the peek. I'll have to. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's definitely it. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This guy. It's this guy. <laughs> Absolutely. This That's the guy. video I watched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I've watched a, I've watched a few a few of his videos. My favorite one is the "Just Buy a New One." That's <laughs> a funny one. <laughs> Wait, there's someone uploaded a video that's Noodles animation, but it's all interpolated. Wait, what? <laughs> Someone interpolated that video. No, <laughs> and uploaded it. Oh man, I gotta, I gotta look at that at some point. That's okay. It's probably sorry, gonna look so that's... ugly, uh, and that pretty much um, says what my opinion is on interpolation. It, it, it often just doesn't look good. Yeah, you can tell. Mm-hmm. It's mostly yeah. You can. Definitely tell when something's been interpolated. There are a few examples that I have seen interpolation that looks alright. It looks... Okay. It's, it's alright. it does, but... But the but biggest... Don't. Yeah, the, the biggest issue <laughs> you know? that I have with it is any movements past very, very subtle movements. Any faster movements. Right. And it just ruins it. Yeah, no, it adds. Yeah, interpolation has difficulty with a lot of things, and definitely faster movement is one of them. I think interpolation could be a tool if implemented correctly. It could be a tool that works, but it would it, yeah. it requires so many trial and error <laughs> things. It's one of yeah. It requires a lot more time, definitely, for it to be a valid tool. Like it, it's not there yet. Mm-mm. And I don't think it will be there for a while. While yeah, AI even is then, still, it should not be used on mass. Like it, it should be a rare, rare cases. And I personally can't even think of many cases where it would be valid. I mean, I I could think of a couple of cases. For example, three um, D animation with a pixel art filter, right? Uh huh. I would love to see some 3D animation with a pixel art filter that then gets interpolated. See how, see what that looks like. Maybe just an experiment, but I want to I want to see what that ends up looking yeah, like. Yeah, right. Um, see if it makes it feel more accurate to the yeah, actual like animation or interpolation in pixel art would probably just be a lot of. Oh, have you not like, seen? Have you that... not seen interpolation in pixel art? There's there's quite not a few examples you can find. Really, what does it do? Is it like does it move it like not on the grid no, it's, or it's, does it it's do on grid. subpixel? It's on grid. It's subpixel. So, so it's a lot of subpixel mm-hmm. animation type stuff. Yeah. Uh, interpolation. Keyboard noises. Huh. Okay. Uh, keyboard noises. Keyboard noises. Slamming harder. Uh, yeah. I am. By the way, just as a side note, the, today's Pixel Daily's theme is keys, and I'm absolutely making keyboard shortcuts. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I, I, I would make I would make key cards. I'd end up making key cards. I think oh, that, that's right. the kind of thing that I'd do for that. So oh, um, yeah. I, if that if I were to do that, I'd make the Doom key cards mm-hmm. from like Doom 2016 or something. Yeah. Wait, does that have the key cards? I think it does. Uh, I, I have no yeah, idea. it does. I don't play Doom. <laughs> I do, did. Not, don't really play it anymore. Uh, okay, I'm gonna pause the animation as soon as it starts, unless it plays an advert because I lost YouTube Premium. Okay, there we go. No. <laughs> yeah, I am not. Not, I am not paying, I am not paying the price of YouTube Premium any longer. I don't either. I just, I just I just have a real hatred for adverts. Just get an ad blocker. Uh, well, oh yeah, I forgot I actually do have that, so I won't get adverts on PC. <laughs> huh, how did I forget? Uh-huh. No, I also just like being able to use YouTube for music, even though there's other services. I I don't know. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to send you a video of interpolation. I want you to watch it at some point. Um, okay. Sure. This is yeah, pixel art I, interpolation. I this is pixel art interpolation. Uh, and a lot Mate. of the animations Quick do look beat. janky. And I will admit it does look oh, janky, but it seems yeah. to work better within pixel art than outside of it. Um, 
because there's a lot of examples which, they're, while they're rough, you you can work with it. Um, so I, w yeah. I wouldn't say interpolation is a lost cause. That's basically uh, my conclusion that I'm going to draw for this. Interpolation yeah. isn't a lost cause. It's just not it's, quite it's, there it's, it's it's struggling a lot with I noticed the some of the abruptness of pixel art animation sometimes like that's what exactly. it struggles with it doesn't know how to deal with some of the more jerky movements mm -hmm. that work well in just normal pixel art but don't in mm -hmm. I think the um, the best uh, example of that is you've got any sort of like swing attack animation as motion blur and things like that it completely messes yeah. those up Perhaps the way it could be used is after after a while we kind of figure out what does and does not work for interpolation, and you just have animation that is specifically catered towards being interpolated. I could see that happening. Yeah, like, that's my we want we end up seeing because there's just certain rules like oh if you do this that looks janky so try to avoid that, mm -hmm. but this and this works really well. Yeah, you might end up with things like, where you've got smaller movements interpolated or explosions that get interpolated, yeah. which or some which methods nice. like yeah, um, some methods for things that don't work so well. Mm -hmm. For example, the jerky movement in uh, in pixel art, like maybe you could like find a method of adding a frame that only adjusts the thing that jerks that's giving yeah. you issue, you know, or stuff like that. I don't turn know, off specifics. interpolation for high octane movements or like very very yeah i feel like turning movements. off interpolation would be kind of a jarring experience if you were actually consuming whatever media form it is in because that would be very noticeable i suppose so but if you if you interpolate it to a specific frame rate then you just compensate for that and you only have to yeah. oh, do be the... so much work though <laughs> i mean that's that's how i animate i just uh okay i i animate using keyframes uh, I think I think most animators um, have, have, have worked with keyframes at, at some point or another where it's like step here, step here, step there, step there. Um, yeah, totally. That, that's how I animate. And then I just animate the in-betweens and then if something needs smoothing out again, I'll animate the in-betweens of that and I'll keep animating in-betweens until everything's smooth enough. Yeah. Alright. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I do that as well. Just get your major steps in, and then just. Mm -hmm. I could I could see interpolation being used in that sort of way. So you'd have it basically take yeah. out some of the work towards um, sp smaller, specific, more subtle movements that the AI can Perhaps. handle. Um, but the bigger movements, you've still got the really, really talented artists, and they're able to focus a little bit more on the harder things. Right. Of course, that is if interpolation imp improves, because at its current yeah. stage, it is not really that no. viable. You notice it, and it looks bad in a lot of cases. Yeah, the original just ends up looking better. Yeah. Oh, I, again, now I'm kind of mostly interested in art catered towards interpolation once i become good enough but i'm not going to repeat that every time as in we already have but you know yeah that that is kind of the thing i'd be most interested in seeing it's like methods to cater art towards interpolation because that again that, that 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 is the one like one of the few cases where i think it's like okay there it can genuinely look consistently good <laughs> if you do it specifically for it yeah yeah absolutely okay. Well, I, okay. I pixel think... art interpolation is interesting, though. <laughs> it, it really depends. Yeah. It's A lot of people say it's a style. Some people just say it looks bad and janky. I am, I of, mean, yeah. I, I am of the opinion that it's not quite there yet. I do think that it does look yeah. quite bad at the moment. The originals... I mean, ten times out of ten, the originals just look better um, yeah, exactly. But I could definitely see it being a tool if used in moderation that could work. But I'm I'm gonna speed off away from interpolation because we've been talking about yeah. that for quite a while. AI generated art. Enough about that for yeah. now. <laughs>
enough with the robots. We'll hear plenty about them when they take over the world. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. What? No. Moving on. I, I say that sarcastically, but I genuinely am, and I, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, totally. Uh, so, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about Picrose and how pixel art Picrose. Um, what's your opinion on Picrose? Picrose. Uh, for those that it's for the, for those that don't know what Picrose are, you you have like a base model, and then the Picrose allows you to place pre pre made are on top of this model, so you'd end up having like maybe an avatar, and you'd be able to pick the clothes for it. But it all the art is pre made. Yeah. I gotta be. I don't have a strong opinion on it, really. Um. <sighs> I in... I do have a strong opinion on it. <laughs> oh boy! Oh uh, yeah. I hope you're ready for devil's something. advocate. I, I hope you're ready for me to be a bit controversial. Uh, no. Oh I, uh... god. Sean gets cancelled into seventh episode. Ah, <laughs> uh, brilliant! Only... Barely done this for two months, buddy. You can't already be doing this. <laughs> no, just kidding. Go so, ahead. So, uh, Picrose, I don't like them <laughs> i'm sure this is i'm sure there's Elaborate. some people that would uh understand um why i wouldn't like them just from my opinions that i stated a, a few episodes back about uh what de what defines pixel art and what is pixel art i made a couple comments back there that were related to how i'm quite strict in what I consider to be art. To consider Picrow's art, it has to show, it, it has to be a form of expression, and that's what I think is art. And I do believe Picrow's are an easy way of creating characters, um, and you'll pick the ones you like, and that's all good and fine, but it's very much limiting your own expression. And you can argue, well, I can't, I can't make art, so if I use a pick crew, that's the next best thing. And okay, if you want to argue that sort of point, I'm fine with that. That's you, you can use that as a form of expression, but you really want to express, find other ways to express yourself than things other people have made. It's, I don't know, be, be your own, be your own person is, is my kind of thing with pick crews. It's very easy yeah. to rely on them i guess right i don't know i don't i haven't really seen any over reliance as in I, there's people who i've seen people use yeah the weird thing is i've seen people use picrus quite a bit and mm -hmm. um, but the thing is there's like a couple people i know i specifically have right now that use them a number of times they are also artists themselves <laughs> that make really good art <laughs> not related to pick rooms oh, yeah fair so, enough so that's kind of it's kind of funny it's like they're using this limited art limiting art form wait does that while still also doing the other thing that's just do like we, expressing do, themselves fully <laughs> do we equivalent picros to pixel art then because it's just it's a limited art form you've got your limited canvas okay it's a different <laughs> kind of limited as in i mean the I, skill of how limited it is i is used very different i used scratch to make a game that's limited can i can i not classify picros as a... again that's still the question is 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 scratch Turing complete? <laughs> uh, I, uh... Because if it is Turing complete, technically it's not restrictive at all. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Is scratch Turing complete? I'm sure one day I'll, I don't... I'll look up the answer. Is scratch Turing so, complete? Oh, this is a genuine question again, that pops is, up. Is Turing complete where you're able to create the own platform within itself? Or is that something Yes. Else? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, as in, that's not the full definition. As in, you have something called a Turing machine. And a Turing machine, I'm not going to explain the whole thing, but that can basically perform just about any action mm -hmm. with some very basic rules. Uh, it has some very basic actions to can perform. I don't know if it can do anything. That might be a lie. But mostly, it has some very basic rules 
that it goes by. And if a certain program or programming language or anything can perform those rules, uh, can abide by those rules by some means or another, it is Turing complete. Right. Basically, all modern computers are Turing complete. Um, the game of life, as I said in a previous yeah. episode, is Turing complete. You've, you've, and I think I see people here talking about Scratch being Turing complete, depending on the version. Oh, okay. But yeah, that's that's not. Can we make a Turing complete pet discussion? <laughs> I hmm. <laughs> I'm getting... now, now you've got me thinking about it. Like, what would it mean to have a microphone be Turing complete? Like, you'd have to perform. Isn't that, isn't that just a? You could. You probably not. I, I'm assuming you probably could by some means. Like, given infinite options that you could vary, vary. I mean, over. at that point, it's you basically probably... just you're making your own art. <laughs> That, that's what a Turing complete pick crew is. You're just see, making your own art. See, if pick crew is Turing complete, you can't complain about anything because it's not restrictive at all. Yeah, there you go. Just, just make your own art, guys. It's brilliant. I don't know. No. I, I get the I get the complaint uh, that you know there are some people who are shying away from making their own art and just using pick crew. It's like yeah, that's a good way. Of like maybe it's not fully art, but it is a nice thing people can look at and as in in a in a, in a sense like maybe how do, how do i say this properly maybe the person that makes that specific combination that for the pick crew and all that that's not specifically art but for all the individual options it is an artist that has expressed themselves to make those individual options that can then be combined into other stuff sure but yeah. The individual pieces are still art. They're still mm -hmm. expressions of self in some sense or another. They're styles and pieces of clothing or hairstyles or whatever that this artist likes or wants to show to the world. So, yeah. And I suppose there is... I, I do have to um, give some credit where credit's due. Pick rules are very often free and commissioning an artist to make yeah. art of your character is usually quite expensive. So credit where credit yeah, is Yeah, but you should you you should if you like someone's art, commission them. Yeah, absolutely. Do absolutely. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I will. We're not discouraging I'm that. Not, I'm if not. you can afford it comfortably, yeah, give them money. But <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that the pick group can seem attractive for its lack of cost. <laughs> oh yeah, no, definitely. Mm. It's, it's a fun thing to mess around with. I made. One pick. I was gonna say a couple. One pick crew. I mean, I mean, if, if I'm being God. honest, I have in my lifetime made pick crews before. I am. I am a victim of my own <laughs> shame. Yeah. Shame. <laughs> Hypocrisy. Shame. I'm a victim of my own teachings. I can't remember the correct phrase. Um, you're not because you didn't listen to your own teachings at all. <laughs> I I outgrew I outgrew Pickers. I learned to make art over the past four years, and now it's almost nearly as good as Pickers. It's almost nearly good enough. <laughs> I'll get there one day. Right. Uh, but okay. yeah, art takes time. <laughs> Oh yeah, it takes time, time, okay. dedication. There's maybe this is a good. Okay, so we talk about pick crews. Yeah, had a strong opinion. I still don't really. Yeah, fair. Quite frankly, but um, there is you've made it slightly stronger, ever so slightly stronger. Oh, and I'm not sure in which I'm direction. I'm an influencer. Honestly. I have power. <laughs> influencer. There is one final question. Um. That may be interesting. Maybe this is a good one to end on. It's like we have things we talked a bit about what will remain. It's like what is an as is there an aspect you think of pixel art that will not remain at all? Yes. Is a weird, weird question. Because we talked about maybe stuff changing a bit, stuff being pushed, but is there some some style or some aspect like the nostalgia or something or other just like not the art form as a whole fading into obscurity, but a specific part of it 
that kind of disappears at some point. Yes. I do. I do think there Is there will a specific be, uh, example? No, you're not getting an example. I'm just saying yes, walking oh. off. I'm kidding. <laughs> so, um, what do I think will be left behind, I guess? Um, I think, because there's so many unique styles and things. I mean, you've got one bit, yeah. which is its own niche. Um, which I still want to talk about in a future episode at some point in more detail because oh, yeah. I love one bit. But That's there'll be a lot of visuals regarding that whole discussion. Um, so maybe on a, maybe not necessarily even on a podcast. Oh, I can do a mini video on that. But uh, so many unique styles right. and things that I don't think there's going to be a specific one that is sort of your is, is left internet behind. is kind of dying on itself right now i'm oh, pretty man. sure don't worry the recording's gonna pick up all of this so you don't have to worry about oh yeah internet. no i just want to hear you so that's great no continue sorry <laughs> yeah you don't have to hear me don't worry people hear enough of me anyway so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. one style which i do think will die out is the style of specific old video game consoles i mean you have uh, if I if I literally boot up a sprite, some of the, um, some of the art, uh, what are they called? Uh, some of the color palettes. That's what I'm looking for. Some of yeah. the color palettes are based off of um, old, sy- old, of old systems. Quite, quite a few of the standard palettes are old systems and old <laughs> game consoles. But I do not see a lot of things. For example, like the Commodore color packs and. A lot of uh, I'm looking for one that I actually have at home because I got classic Atari. Ah, uh, what's it called? Oh no, yeah, I've got the Atari. Um, the one on on Ace Bright yeah. is the ZX Spectrum color palette. A lot of these old things, which are very limited in color, I think a lot of these very old emulated color of old video game consoles bygone i am just getting mixed up in words i am having a brain melt take your time take your time (laughs) i'm trying to rush through all of the thoughts in my head at once i think don't i think these older consoles and these older styles will at some point sort of die out these older i mean there's a lot of them that were very popular um but they have very pleasing color color palettes and i think those color palettes will kind of stick with pixel artists for a while but there's some older ones which don't have the nicest looking color palettes that's going to be a very very small niche and i think that yeah right that will at some point die down for a while (laughs) they will they will persist at some point yeah. At some point, yeah, because we were that. we were talking kind of... about distant far future, like when the nostalgia wears off. Yeah. So at that point, when nostalgia right. wears off, and we're relying on modern classics to keep sort of pixel art going, these older things, I think, well, a lot of the older limitations that were forced onto people will disappear. Yeah. Right. I can see that. Yeah. I guess that. Not say it's a bad thing to offer, but it is the perhaps one of the more obvious ones, isn't? We kind of talked about it at the start already. Um, another one. This might be controversial once again. It's like I wouldn't be surprised if not die out, but certainly become less and less as tools are more accessible and easier to use, and there's more to learn. I wouldn't be surprised if smaller canvas sizes. Would, start showing up less and less less like smaller isn't there i think there will always be some people who really prefer like small it was like 32 by 32 or something but i wouldn't be surprised if progressively people start moving toward higher and higher resolution pixel art mm-hmm. yeah as it became as people became more skilled and more there's more tools and there's more means to get to it there's more tutorials there's more resources I wouldn't be surprised. I uh, I, I disagree beca- with that one. As in, not again, not die out, but 
higher resolution would start becoming more prevalent than lower resolutions. I think the low resolution is kind of a necessary part of pixel art. Not necessarily, because there is obviously going to be higher resolution pixel arts and things like that. But I think yeah. one of the key sort of entry points into pixel art is that smaller canvas size um even if it's sprites that's my like my biggest point that i want to get across sprites on like you get a massive canvas for example a game mock-up you have a massive canvas with like a level on it you're always going to have those character sprites um and sometimes they they will get quite big but i always think there's going to be smaller sprite work and things like that that i think that will yeah. stick with us all right sure it was just i offered it as an interesting thought it's like maybe that will be the shift that we experience but yeah i mean fair enough could very well also not be the case only time I, will I, tell only time will yeah tell. watch us somehow both be wrong yeah we're <laughs> both going to be wrong uh Smaller, smaller sprites would... exist because there's no more big pixel art. Big pixel art is big gone. Big pixels died. It's a thing of or the past. Pic- oh, literally, the thing that happens is pixel art actually dies off, and we're just like, oh. Well, well then we would both be wrong. Yeah. There you go. Well, that would be a good one. Yeah. Okay. I oh, just man. thought that was guys, a guys. Thing. Please, please do not let oh. pixel art. Please do not let pixel art die off. Don't let my dad be right. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Gotta have dads be right. Oh, no. no, then I've got to admit that I'm wrong. It's the worst thing ever. I will literally hold the last pixel artists at gunpoint. It's <laughs> like you better make another piece. You're not done yet. You will teach your offspring how to continue this legacy. Yeah, yeah. You better. Oh man, I really. <laughs> You're <laughs> running out, aren't you? I'm running out. I think it's about yeah. time we wrap this one up. <laughs> I've had a long day at work. Uh, yeah, all right. Sure. Well, luckily, I get to um, give you some more work, which is do the outro. <laughs> I can do an outro. Here we go. <laughs> can you? I'd love to see it. Go ahead. You won't see it. You'll hear it. All right. That's the end of the episode, everyone. So thank you very much for joining us again for another episode. Um... And I think that uh, that's everything. If you want to follow us, you know what to do. If you like this, you know what to do. Um, if you want to see us on other platforms, we have Discord and we have Twitter and we have YouTube and we have... Uh, are we on Spotify? I can't remember. Yes, we are. We on are Spotify. on Spotify. Good. Also, Google Podcasts. We are on Google Podcasts. Podcasts as well. As well, oh, a couple I, others. I'm not entirely sure. I would have to check the the everything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we're on we're on quite a few platforms. But if you want to like directly contact us, the best way is through Twitter or through Discord. Um. So. Yeah. Uh, with, with all that being said, thank you very, very much for watching. I've, I'm Sean. I've been Sean. I still am Sean. I'm Sean. This is Bart. <laughs> yes, I am. That is Bart. Do I need to also repeat it three times? Do it. Do it. <laughs> yes, I am. I am. I am Bart. You, I am. You are Bart, and I think that's us. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs>